Hello, and welcome to this episode of Absolutely Not. I am your host, Katrina Stroll. I created this space because I wanted to provide examples of setting personal boundaries at work. So many professionals out there have difficulties doing it, and I just don't want them to have difficulties setting those boundaries anymore. Before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to start by defining some words that we use frequently on the show. The first being boundary, something that indicates or fixes a limit. An example of that would be taking ownership of your work and letting people around you know where your work stops and where theirs starts. Gaslighting to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. For example, if you tell someone, hey, that's racist, please don't say that anymore. And they say, is it racist though? How are you gonna tell me? That's gaslighting. Dismissive, showing that something is unworthy of consideration. For example, if you go up to your leadership team and say, hey, Joe has consistently said racial slurs in the break room, please have a conversation with him. And they say, Maybe next quarter when we have the time, I'm really busy right now, figure it out on your own, keep it at your level. That's dismissive. Today's episode is entitled, The Essence of Your Best Self. I know, doesn't that feel amazing? The essence. And we're gonna get into it today with my special guest, Kirsten Powdrill. Kirsten Powdrill, known as KP, is a Chicago native that exemplifies Black girl magic and compassion. KP graduated from the University of Houston downtown with a degree in international business. She has worked in HR for seven years. Currently, she is working as the community and culture specialist at G2. Her role focuses on DEI, philanthropy, and culture. Last year, KP won the Peak Professional of the Year Award at G2 for her performance, authenticity, kindness, and creativity. In her personal time, she loves to travel, jam jam music, and enjoy food and laughter with friends and family. Self-care for KP includes therapy, dancing, enjoying life, and setting boundaries. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Katrina. You know, I've been girl fanning behind your content and your episodes online. So happy to be here. Oh, I, and I'm so excited to get into this specifically because the words that you use in your biography, self-care to you means setting boundaries and authenticity. Can you kind of talk about how that helps you bring the best essence of yourself out? Yeah, so I'm definitely can answer how those tools, which uh, are, are still becoming uh, out of practice more common for myself um, and even comfortable sharing it with yourself and then other people who will be listening to this episode. So self-care for me um, means taking care of my mind, my body, my spirit, and really um, sharing what those uh, glows and grows look like. Uh, so focusing first on that therapy, uh, which I specifically put that in here because it's not talked about enough in the Black community. Um, as of May of this year, I've been going to therapy consistently for one full year. Um, and it's been very helpful in my personal and professional life and unlocking um, a lot of those insecurities or stereotypes and things of that sort that have been buried. Um, which then allows me as I uncover those, get those tools to learn, like what are my triggers? Um, maybe how I have suppressed some things I've encountered in the workplace in my personal life. So 
Um, and then I put that invite on my calendar. So it used to be weekly every Thursday. So like my coworkers and my peers could see that and normalize in it. Um, and then most recently we're getting ready to enjoy the summertime. So I get to give myself a little break from therapy. So it's every other week now. <laughs> nice. I, I love to see the growth in it. I'm so glad that your self-care includes all of these tools. I know that you mentioned boundary as, boundaries as a tool. Could you talk about how that's helped you in your professional growth? Yeah. So when I think about boundaries, um, I think about time management as one. I think about number two of practicing your nose and feeling confident in those nose. Um, when I think about boundaries, I think of even um, for myself of saying like, I don't feel obligated to tell you yes because of your expectation. Um, so yeah, that, that's how boundaries feel for me. I, my calendar I hold on to very dear. I used to be an executive assistant. So um, that time management part, that's where that kicks in. So I could be available to be my best self when interested to be, right? <laughs> Love that. And has have all of those tools, boundaries included, helped you to become the amazing person that you are today who just exudes essence? <laughs> also, it, it's grown over time, honestly. And I, and I don't say it selfishly in the fact of like, I'm doing this in an isolated kind of way. Um, I make sure like I'm in good communication with my good girlfriends, with people in my professional career who I look up to or who look up to me. Um, and then making sure I know like the, the good results of it all. Like I, I'm doing this for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like I, when I started therapy, it's like, I'm doing it for me and I'm continuing to do it for me. But I see that it does impact people along the way. Um, which is very good to hear. And then that time management part and understanding for your professional careers of boundaries, uh, it's very easy to say, yes, I'll do that assignment or yes, I'll do this and that, especially when you're starting out, which I'm all for that. I've been an intern before, I've been an admin, but now having ownership of my career and my brand and my time and mm -hmm. personal life, there's those boundaries of like, after this time, <laughs> I'm not available and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> and I love that. I love that you continue to use the word ownership because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people use that word when they're thinking about work projects or things mm -hmm. that work like, yeah, I'm taking ownership of this project. But mm -hmm. what Kirsten is saying is you need to take ownership of the other components of your life, your own personal well-being. Um, right. I also want to touch on the fact that you said practicing your nose. Oh, what does some yeah. of your nose look like? <laughs> well, I'm a very creative person and I love to put energy, whether it be, so say for instance, um, at work on the co-lead for our Black uh, ERG. So with that, I'm planning our Juneteenth celebration and I'll put all my creative juices in that. Fast forward, someone may say, KP, that was so good. Can you help us with that? depending on what I have lined up, it may be a no. <laughs> and at first I used to feel bad. I'm like, so I'm not showing my best skill sets and I'm not managing my time right. But I realized like even those tangible things where I can't record like how many hours I put on these projects, I know how much energy it takes. So I put value in my work and value in my creativity to make other people have value in it by saying, no, you, you don't always get full access to me, mm -hmm. right? 
Oh my gosh, full access. I just want to repeat that statement right there. Not everyone gets full access to you. And you need to decide who's the VIP access, who gets tables, who gets bottle service. And, mm-hmm. and if they get all those services, they need to pay extra because value reciprocation, reciprocity. But I love that you said some of your no's sound like depending on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that a baby step to absolutely not? Uh, so it, it varies. Like some things I have to f- hold firm on, especially because I work in HR. So um, like with certain things for like budget and things of that sort, it's like, oh, this is across the line. But then when it comes to those ad hoc projects or those fun things and people, they'd be like, oh, it's so fun. Just get involved. I'm like, well, I remember it took this many hours for that. And so um, with those, it's typically dependent on like, so what's the result of it? What are we going towards? And how are you going to compensate me for this? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Then that's, that's the part that I really want y'all to take away from Kirsten is, um, the adding value, anything that you say yes to, you are giving your energy, your time, you're giving time away from your family, your own self-care, your own wants and needs. So some type of value needs to come from the other side. I give you this, you give me something back. And I know to a lot of us listening right now, we're probably having a panic attack or a a, a little heart flutter saying like, but I just want to help everybody. Kirsten, please Mm -hmm. let them know. Um, Is that possible? Yeah, <laughs> help everybody. You can't. Uh, I, it's interesting. We did this assessment a while back. Um, at one of my companies, we did the DISC assessment. And then my most recent company, we did the Enneagram. And it, it does like a number rating from like a one through a nine. And so you go through these questions and it tells you based upon your experiences and your personality, uh, what type of style you are. And my style from that Enneagram assessment said the helper. And when I first read it a year ago, it was like a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, that is me to a T. I love to help. I'm always available for help. Fast forward. <laughs> no, I enjoy helping, but I also enjoy having support as well too, right? So I do look for people who are asking me for help. Have they provided such resources for me in the past, especially as a Black woman working in DEI and philanthropy? Um also, what am I looking to gain from it if there is value? So depending on your love language, it may be like that gift of like that compensation. It may be those words of affirmation. Um, so really knowing yourself is important and knowing um, what you're saying no to has is, is been very helpful. Man, and I, I love that you, a, a reoccurring theme on this show has been you need to know yourself so mm-hmm. that you can get to the essence mm-hmm. of your best self. Um, mm-hmm. Could you talk about a time that you've had to set boundaries at work because people kept saying, oh, she's good at stuff. Let's get her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will say, and maybe a lot of people can relate to this, whether it be you gotten a promotion, whether it be you're setting yourself up for success by going over and beyond for those roles. So I'm giving kind of that contact. So my current company, I started as an executive assistant, um, which let me get all these tools in. Who are your key holders? Um, what are the expectations at the company? So I got my good foundation. And then I kicked butt in performance, I'm not going to lie. So um, a little bit over a year, I got offered the promotion of this community and culture specialist role. But I still want to help like my teammates from other other things I've been working on in the past as an EA. 
and things of that sort. And I started finding out like people will still come to me for those past responsibilities I had. And of course they're coming to me that because I hadn't created a clear boundary, number one. And number two, I hadn't communicated it. So um, having gone through that experience, I was like, okay, here's where I can come in to fix this <laughs> in favor of myself. One, I'm a one person with this time. So I had to be honest with myself. I can't help everyone again. And then two of communicating it. So it wasn't going as like a passive aggressive thing or like an unknown. Um, so I will definitely say what served me the best and I get committed on is I'm gonna tell you how I feel. And that's through therapy. That is through uh, boundaries, all of those good things. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people listening, Kirsten, that part, I'm going to tell you how I feel, scares mm -hmm. them. They don't want to do that because they don't want to be perceived in a certain, you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. the life yeah. that they're thinking. And what would you say to those people? Well, if you're thinking, especially if you have this melanin, uh, if you're thinking, oh, they're going to think of me as an angry Black woman. Oh, okay. So we're going to educate them. I'm saying this because this Black woman has been showing you through performance and all of these things. So you should have even more value for my no because I've shown you my greatness in the past. So it's not that I'm not capable of it. I have decided to tell you no for whatever that reason is. You don't even have to disclose it, honestly. Um, so yeah, and, and I, I also will say that thought comes in my head like every now and then, and then I remind myself, girl, you're amazing. You've been kicking ass. So if that's what someone wants to lean to, then let them be in their own ignorance. Um, <laughs> and that <laughs> makes me want to tear up because for a lot of time in my career, people said the opposite. You know what I mean? They said like, okay, don't speak up for yourself. Don't mm -hmm. say no, work harder, be faster, be stronger all of the above. Have you experienced any of that in your career? Heck yeah. So I will be 30 this year, um, thriving in 30 in November. And I started my career while I was in college. So I was like team hustle mentality in Houston. Um, I was like, had my internship, I was working retail and I was in college. And so that driving force that, that cursing at first was like, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna do all of this. And I was in oil and gas. So I was like, I have to work harder because there's not as many uh, women of color, let alone people of color. Um, so I took the agreement to myself. I'll fit that standard to get my foot in the door, right? So that's my internship. And then I started building my network through my natural personality. And I think that gave me more confidence to know, like, I have my degree and like, but I also, you can't take away the fact that I can connect individuals. So there's value to that. I knew it in my head a little bit, but I start seeing more of that value as like I join uh, bigger companies and get a better salary and things of that sort. But it wasn't a perfect path. Um, I definitely have been through some uh, experience in the past where I'm just like, oh, I know I'm not getting this promotion. I have been kicking ass and I have. So I think those experiences have reminded me at the end of the day, it's a job. Um, and what I mean by that is like, you have to come in with your strong foot. You have to know your values. You have to know 
like how much you're worth or what experience you're going for. So I'm not saying that all roles are based upon compensation, but that confidence will allow you and maybe some mentorship <laughs> to, to really um, navigate that. So you'll see yourself progressing through your internship and through your other roles. Uh, so I'm not perfect at it, but I'm definitely more confident with it. Awesome. And I'm so happy to hear that. I love that you're encouraging other people to lean into themselves rather than leading into what everybody else may be thinking. Who cares? Mm -hmm. I, we do not care what those people are thinking. We're trying right. to make money and make a difference. Right. But um, <clears throat> have you ever not leaned into yourself or maybe you were leaning into yourself, set a very clear boundary and then had somebody kind of push back on that boundary at work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> and what's interesting about it is, I don't know if it's just like, uh, black women's intuition or like because we um, have had such an experience with imposter syndrome like we think it all out I'm like I know this person's personality they're gonna think this they're gonna do this and that and like I set my mind up for like each of those scenarios so once we come to and I'm diplomatic with it um, we'll start to see that person's character mm. <laughs> so yeah I have had the pushback I've had the pushback with men I have the pushback with women all of those things. And when I leave from that situation, whether it be we came to a solution, whether it be like, we just got to take our separate corners. Like I do go back to a space of like, let me check in with myself. Did I go in and accomplish the things I said to do, which are normally like three bullet points, keep it easy. Um, and if I need to go back to talk to that person, to come to a nice understanding. I've grown to a place to where I can do it. In the past, I cut it off. I'm like, oh, they're not even worth my space or energy. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's like I said, it's learning over time. It's helpful to have a community, whether it be your community of seeing so many great people on LinkedIn. So like Katrina and like Madison Butler, like seeing all these dope individuals like giving power to words into what felt like prior to the pandemic, such an isolated space. Mm -hmm. So like before it was like, oh, only myself and my coworkers are going through this. And then pandemic happens. And I feel like there's such a surge of like resources and info and like, we don't have to put up with it or here's how to do it. Or here's where you need to look at your equity. Like mm -hmm. this, that's feeling better. And I hope hopefully others are feeling that energy too. Oh, and I hope so. And I know they're going to feel it from this conversation because Kirsten, you are given the words. <laughs> um, I love that you talked about setting it up. Although we have a lot of energy and emotions when somebody crosses our boundary or pushes back on our boundaries mm -hmm. that we set, we need to make sure, just like Kirsten said, we're going to the corner and be like, all right, um, mm -hmm. let's mm -hmm. check this, let's regulate this, let's set it up with our three bullet points. Mm -hmm. So when we go into this meeting, we hit every objective we wanted to talk about. And it's not just us being like, I hate it here. Y'all are awful. Nah, I need yeah. a raise. I have performed amazingly for the past mm -hmm. quarter and I've seen everybody else get races. What are, what's mm -hmm. the solution? Next steps. Correct. Um, and, and, then, and then I think the communication of it is so important, especially for myself working on HR team and like looking at engagement. The One of the things that uh, that HR professional outside of our company said like employees don't leave companies they leave like leadership mm -hmm. and they leave like management and so that's always like a theme in my head is just like if I'm one person thinking this and I'm from an underrepresented group like there are others so at times I'll bring that to the forefront 
you know, to, to uh, our senior leadership team. So uh, especially companies who have DEI in their framework of like bridging that gap mm -hmm. to where both sides will be beneficial to join together. Mm -hmm. um, and then some companies you see, they're like, we don't want the feedback. So, <laughs> okay, then you don't want me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> thank you for telling me that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And once again, in this space, we are encouraging people to have these conversations based around boundaries and the facts and data that you have as an individual. But when you go into these conversations and you get all the answers that they're only capable of giving, then you have to make decisions based on those answers. Kristen, have you ever had to make a decision based on a less than positive answer? Ooh, let's think. So all the back of my head says yes, but I want to think of something specific. Uh, mm, mm. I would definitely think of like job hunting in the past. <laughs> that was very, um, from, from what I looked at of compensation, when I say compensation, like salary, things of that set forth, um, my mind has really changed a lot. Because as you get exposed to more, you give yourself more value and you say you want more of those things. So um, when looking for a job in the past, like I wasn't going to budge on the fact of like, I'm not working beyond these hours <laughs> because I give so much during those full 40 hours, whether it be waking up early to talk to my India teammates who are on the other side of the world. Um, so those are one of my non-negotiables. Um, and then I had to get someone to say like, oh, but we're really, we're churning out a lot of work right now. We need you at this capacity. And I was like, oh, you don't need me. You need someone who wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and when it came to uh, looking at job opportunities, there has been a time I had to say no, because I was just like, that's not going to work for me. And it won't work for that company. So mm -hmm. uh, I love that you were able to stand strong in what you needed as mm -hmm. person like this is me and this is what I need if y'all can't provide that then you can't you can't house me I can't live in this house anyway right. but um I really appreciate you being honest about your journey what are some of the go-to phrases that you use now while setting healthy boundaries <laughs> um <laughs> one is definitely no <laughs> with a smiley face sometimes <laughs> um let me see uh when it comes to like scheduling things, whether it be like personal or professional, it's for me, it's like, well, I don't, I don't have the time, whether it be that time for that commute, whether it be that time of like, this is my day set for self-care, mm -hmm. um, whether it be like last week, I may have just pushed out so many events. So like, I can't be of service to you mm -hmm. in essence. Um, I have seen some things that I do want to try. I know um, a few of my coworkers will block like a full day of like no Zoom videos mm. kind of essence or like no meetings. Mm. And so I say that to say like, I don't have a perfect recipe, but like those things have been inspiring me to say like, oh, like it's not like old school days where you had to be available from nine to five and your manager could just send you a meeting at the drop of a dime. Like I am thankful to say I work with a team that does respect each other's schedules and each other's lifestyles. Some are parents, um, some are different time zones. So um, I hope that answered your question. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I love the fact that you're having these conversations with your coworkers. My hope with this space is 
that this conversation goes into so many organizations that they just don't have a fucking choice. They have to start respecting people's boundaries. They have to start making space for other people, um, for marginalized groups, for people with other needs besides what the patriarchy had in place before we existed or we decided Mm -hmm. to open our mouths. Um, So I really appreciate you and your coworkers having that understanding. Um, could you talk about a time where you worked with coworkers who didn't have that understanding? Mm, I have one manager in mind and I really, it is no shade, but she literally got the job for the reason of knowing someone there. And then they made the mistake of making her the manager of myself and other people. Um, so I'm giving you that context, right? And I actually had to flip my hair. I just thought about this person. And so for her to show her value would be like these sporadic fun activities and like, we're going to go to Benihana's as a group. And I'm like, we barely talk now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's not uh, say the idea of a team out and means to make um, a manager like feel like fun and a part of the group. So um, definitely had to get some pushback there because sometimes I could just read people intentions, to be honest. And I've grown to know, like, I have an option of here's my job description. Here's the bucket of the things that I love to do, which are maybe like some fun things. And then that third bucket of, we're going to call it BS. I'm not entering that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's a lot of knowing yourself. I love that you're like, that's not even my bucket. I refuse to carry that bucket. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know who filled that bucket, but no, thank you. I don't have. Um, and a lot of people who work in corporate America now, there's a lot of those, hey, let's go get drinks at da 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 Or do you want to add me on Facebook? No. no. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I will say, and, and I, I have maybe like a small group of individuals who I have on my social media, but it's because I want them to be on that. Um, because there is that personal and that professional boundary. Some people can merge both. Me, no, because I don't want you to mistake <laughs> these smiles and this BGM and all of these things you see on my social media to then come into the workplace and be like, oh, KPS, okay, I heard you say that. Like, what's the context? Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, especially I want to say like for the younger people, like millennials with social media, some do great at it and they're, they're personal and they're professional uh, brand blend but don't feel obligated to you having to let people into that space mm-hmm. and I, I love that you ended with that let people into that space that space mm-hmm. is yours recently mm-hmm. somebody told me um because sometimes I have people comment on my posts and they won't say very positive things or they'll mm-hmm. just come on there to rain on my parade for no reason mm-hmm. and um somebody shared with me they said okay that's your space you can control it. You can delete it. You can block mm-hmm. that person. And I was like, oh my gosh, because yeah. I thought I was obligated. Like, no, I have to leave it there so people can mm-hmm. see the damage. Yeah. I, it, it was what's cool about that is like you get, because uh, I think some people, I think in one of your episodes, it must have been like the whiskey and tacos. You're talking about like authenticity. And like my authentic self is I allow myself to be open and share that with you. If your energy doesn't match, I have the choice if I allow you to have a platform and send in my comments or not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is important that you share that too, because there is a authentic and it's actually one of our company values. Um, but yeah, if it, if it doesn't match with the energy and the tone that you set, yeah. 
delete it, cut it, unfriend it, unfollow it, remove mentions, mute it, however you like. Because mm-hmm. it, it's just not worth the energy. Everyone who's listening to this, it's not <laughs> worth your time and energy. So for those co-workers that are trying to get a part of your Facebook, every time you see them out there, you're going to be like, I don't even like you. Yeah, yeah. Or you don't even like me. Sometimes it's, <laughs> like, I promise you it's not me. It means something I'm like, you don't even like me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you on my timeline? See, yeah. you should have never let them into that space to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Look at you changing people's lives in this conversation. Some people will definitely try to attach onto your glow. You're just like, oh, but you ugh, just make me feel uncomfortable being around. So I, like I said, with the practice of it, and I literally, this is separate from professional, but I just went through my Instagram the other day. I was like, let me change my content I'm following. Like, why is it this much of this? So like, I applied it. And even in personal life. that part of this growth process journey that we're going through is so important. You can't constantly, you can do it weekly if you want to you need to sit down with yourself and be like, okay, what are we doing? this week Mm -hmm. like where's our values at are we still aligned with the people that are included in our circle Mm -hmm. in this space what are we doing with it so for everyone listening out there please take some time just like Kirsten said to kind of reevaluate realign make sure things that are coming into you still align with what you're putting out into the universe because if not yeah go through the list and (laughs) and it's so easy you'd be like oh I put so much (laughs) stuff that's awesome thank you so much for sharing that could you kind of share some of the things or people or things that have helped you move from point b to now point a Mm, mm, yeah uh so professionally my first uh corporate manager who was my line sister miss lakeisha hunter um she is still in my back pocket of wisdom <laughs> like even though we're close girlfriends see uh, when we worked together i remember i was an intern and i was like i don't even know like i've seen my mother like dressing up in business wise but like what does it mean now here in the office place so those things i was nervous to ask i could ask her um, then when it came to HR compliance, like I knew she was on it, unemployment laws on it, handbook on it. And so she set such an amazing um, tone of what it's like to be professional in the HR world of like knowing your stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's someone I call like if I'm just like, man, like I'm not really understanding this as far as um, I want to say I'm navigating through my career and navigating how I express my professional and personal emotions um so I remember giving her a teary phone call a few months ago and she was like Katie I got you and we walked through it um and then her New Orleans accent was definitely very calming so Lakeisha professionally who was my first manager is one person that I always go to um and then two um I have close girlfriends who are in different um different industries so one in uh hair um, hairstyling, another one in education, one who's an entrepreneur. And like we share like what's going well and what's going, what's not. So whether it be us working on our brand, because that's my big thing for this year, working on my brand. Mm. Um, or it be um, content-wise, video editing, like those golden nuggets. Like I have, I have my great community of individuals to go to. 
And then at work, there are so many amazing people I work with, but like the first person who comes to mind is my work sister, Anne, who's expecting twins. Um, yeah, so Anne, if she was not there, it would not be as an amazing duo. Like we support each other, especially DEI work of like that emotional labor that uh, we go through. Um, if I'm doubting myself, she'll come in with an idea and I'm just like, oh, perfect. Like that's what I was thinking of. So uh, my first manager, Lakeisha, my good girlfriends, and my work sister, Ann, and so many other people. Mm-hmm. And then as far as things, um, there are a few things. Um, always educating myself, whether it be like uh, listening to different like episodes and podcasts, so like Living Corporate, um, Zach, who is on here, a big fan of all the content that he provides yourself uh for uh absolutely i definitely check out episodes there and my company is global and we're just so diverse in like identity backgrounds so lgbtq so i've subscribed to a uh for the lgbtq community specifically i subscribe to them period t-h-e-m period um and saying saying okay good so that's how like i make sure like a I'm in line of like what's going on and like pop news, policy wise, updates. Um, what else as far as learning? I'm a slow reader, so I have a lot of books, but that's not my first thing to go to. And then to wrap it all up of resources is like, yes, I take in a lot, but then I also give those resources to our company. Mm-hmm. So um Say, for instance, we're about to celebrate Juneteenth. So created six uh, resources for learning about Juneteenth. So an article about 400 years of slavery, a uh, NPR podcast by um, a Pulitzer Prize winner historian, Annette, who talks about like the history of Juneteenth and taxes and Jubilee and things of that sort. So always taking in knowledge from different areas, but then giving it back as well, too. Right. And especially in this journey, thank you so much for sharing those resources. Um, It's so important to remember that you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You you have to continuously learn. And um, that's kind of where my intuition kicks in is if I meet somebody who acts like they know everything, then I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, this is going to be fun. I'm Mm going to set some boundaries and we will learn today. It's that humbleness uh, there. I can't remember the exact quote, but uh, Quincy Jones, uh, don't know him personally, but he's from Chicago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he said with all the work that he's done through decades is that he, his creativity, he still remains humble. And so like, that's something I like keep in my mind about humble with it, but still value on it because black women are expensive. But that humbleness means that I don't know everything. I will get things wrong. Sometimes I may not be the perfect ally. So like giving myself grace with that and making sure those people who I'm asking to help me learn, like feel trusted within that relationship too. Oh, I love it. And for anybody out there listening, who's kind of worried about their boundaries journey or worried about moving into DEI or worried about um, just being an amazing ally, please listen to Kirsten's words in saying that it's okay. Give yourself grace. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a really hard thing to do. Setting boundaries is fucking hard. Doing it directly and having those conversations is so fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you say would be your top three tips to the new professionals that are moving into corporate spaces or even thinking about moving into DEI? What would you say to them? 
Yeah. One, I said, we're happy to have you here. We need new knowledge and new energy, to be honest. So like the doors are welcoming you, number one. Number two is get a mentor <laughs> and not just like haphazardly go on LinkedIn, find someone, but have intentions for that mentor. So like how long is that relationship going to be? Is it a year, year and a half? And then what you all want from each other? So Yeah, so for new professionals, number one, the door is open for you. Number two, get a good mentor. And then number three, I'm putting myself in you all shoes from the beginning of my career. And it's essentially like arm yourself with uh, HR knowledge. And even if you're not in HR, um, and the reason I say that is you know what your benefits are, you know what the handbook says, um, Really, I had never said that as a tip, but honestly, that is like a major thing um, for the protections of yourself with policies, as I mentioned before, promotions, all of those things. So, that's okay. And I, I love those tips. Um, when you were talking about HR knowledge, it just reminded me of know the things that are promise to you these things are you're old these things mm -hmm. so it's not really hr knowledge these are things that you should know because they're old to you so later on down mm -hmm. the road you can say hey i was promised these i signed a document and i need mm -hmm. these things now um so okay. thank you so much for sharing those tips you have been an amazing special guest are there any last golden nuggets that you want to share with the audience before we wrap it up Oh, golden nuggets. Uh, if you join a company that has ERGs or is starting one, um, definitely bring your energy to it and your authentic selves. Um, at our company, uh, G2 that I work at, we're global, baby. I'm here in Chicago. We have offices in India and London. All of them are hiring. So please check out the G2 website. If you just so happen to apply to the Chicago office, I hope to meet you virtually when you join. Um, and if nothing else, have a great week. Oh, thank you so much. Well, once again, everybody out there, this is a space created to empower you and to encourage you to set those boundaries in your professional work, but they can also spill over to your personal life. But that's for you to decide. This has been absolutely not. I have been your host, Katrina Stroh. My special guest today was the amazing Kirsten Powdra, and she is available anytime, not anytime, because we got boundaries. Please reach out to her if you need help about DEI or moving into corporate America or even executive becoming an EA or right. anything that you could think of that you got from this episode. She is more than willing to help. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye.